Okay, would you help me out? Would you high-five the person next to you and say, let's do this? All right. If you got your Bible this morning, would you open it up to the book of Luke, chapter 7? And we're going to start in verse 1 there. If you found it already, say amen. Oh, that's good. That's good. You guys are quick. All right. (laughs) Well, if you haven't found it yet, our uh, Bible on the screen, you can follow along there. Um, It goes like this, and this is talking about Jesus. It says this, After he had finished all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. And now, now a centurion had a servant who was sick at the point of death, who was highly valued by him. When the centurion heard about Jesus, he sent to him elders of the Jews, asking him to come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they pleaded with him earnestly, saying, He is worthy to have you do this for him, for he loves our nation. He is one who, who built us our synagogue. And Jesus went with them. When he was not far from the house, the centurion sent his friends, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Therefore, um, I did not presume uh, to come to you, but say the word and let my servant be healed. I love that. You just say the word and my servant will be healed. Man, that's, that's big faith. Um, then verse 8, for I too am a man set under authority with soldiers under me. I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard this, these things, he, he marveled at him. And turning to the crowd that had followed him, he said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. And when those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the servant well. Could you pray with me real quick? Jesus, I just pray that you would just anoint our time together. God, I pray that you would just speak through me to encourage us today. God, I pray that um, you would lift up our hearts today and we would be people of big faith. In your name, amen. So I love this story in, in Luke 7. It's, it's, a, it's an awesome story. And the story is, it's about a Roman captain, a man who has people under him. Like, he, he's important. He's somebody. He's kind of a big deal. And the Bible says that one of his key guys, one of his important guys, one of his, his most trusted, one of his most favorite employees in the company <clears throat> is on his deathbed, and he's actually about to pass away. And now the captain is thinking, like, there's, there's actually some guys on my team that I could probably do without, but not this guy. I need this guy. This guy's key. This guy's important. And, he, and he's decided, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get Jesus, and I'm going to see if he would be willing to come to my house and to take care of the problem. So he sends out a messenger. The messenger finds Jesus, and he had, Jesus had just finished ministering somewhere else. And, and they said to him, Jesus, our guy, he's a really good guy. He's a great guy. He's fantastic. He, he, but unfortunately, um, he, he's sick. 
and he's not well, and, he, and he's actually um, about to pass away. Jesus, would you take some time and come and heal this guy? Like, he's done so much for us. He's a key part of what's happening. If you could take some time out of your schedule and come and heal this guy, it would mean the world. And Jesus was like, absolutely. I got time for that. I happen to specialize in this kind of situation. It's kind of what I do. Like, it's, I'm pretty good at this, you know. And, and is anyone glad that Jesus isn't too busy for you? But he's got time to help you in your situation. So Jesus, he's on his way to the man on his deathbed. And when he returns, uh, when, when the messenger returns to the captain, he thinks, wow, th- this worked. This is awesome. This is great. This is fantastic. This is going to be so cool. Jesus coming to my house. And, but then he starts to, to feel bad about maybe about what he did out with his friends the night before. Uh, maybe he starts to feel about some, some things he maybe he looked at online because that was back then. Um, <laughs> so maybe he was feeling bad, bad about some stuff he said or about some stuff that he did. Maybe he was feeling bad about his temper issues or whatever. And he starts to get embarrassed. And he's like, oh, oh my goodness, Jesus, um, the guy, Jesus, he, the Messiah, he's coming to my house. I'm totally not worthy of this. But you know what? I, I get his power and I get his authority. And so he sends messengers back again to Jesus. And he tells, tells them to tell Jesus this. He says, Jesus, our master wants you to know you don't have to come all the way to the house. In fact, the master said he would be embarrassed for you to come all the way to the house. Our master, he understands authority. To one, he says, go, and they go. And another one, he says, come, and they come. And and our master, he understands authority. He understands that you, Jesus, has the power to just say the word, and our guy will be healed. Jesus, all you have to do is say the word and our guy will be healed. You don't even have to be present for the healing to take place. Man, I'm thankful for that. Jesus, you just say the word, and I know that he'll be healed. Jesus, he's kind of taken back by this, and, and he's astounded by this. And he's astounded by this man's faith. And in fact, in only two times in all of the gospels does Jesus, he, does he affirm such faith. Jesus pauses and he's like, guys, 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 do you, do you see what I'm seeing? Did you hear what I just heard? Do you, do you get that? Like, I've got to be honest. I've been on this earth. I've been doing this thing a long time, like 33 years. And I've been doing this a long time and I, I have yet to see such faith like this. I have not found such faith like this in all of Israel. This is amazing faith. I believe with all my heart, you, you can't impress God with your money. You can't impress God with your status. You, 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 it's not going to be your good morals, your ethics, your behavior, your tithing, your Bible reading plan. The only thing that makes God say wow about you is how much faith you have in him how much belief and how much confidence you have in him, how much trust you have 
in him. The only thing that pleases God is faith. In the Bible, Hebrews 11, 8, it says this, but without faith, it's what? Impossible to please him. In other words, what pleases God the most is faith. That's what pleases God, I believe in you. God, I believe in everything that you say that you can do, you can do it. I believe you're going to back up your word, God. I believe, and that's faith. That's having faith in God. It's not necessarily seeing what's going on, but you're believing that God can help you in any situation and he can move in any situation. We've got to have faith. I want you to write this down. I want you to take a picture of it. I want you to do whatever. I want you to memorize it, keep it in your mind, whatever, put it in your notes. This faith is what God honors God the most, and it's what God mostly honors. Faith is what God honors the most, and it's what God mostly honors. See, faith is the thing that God honors the most in this world, and and what God in return mostly honors. I I want you guys in this room today to be faith people, to be people of faith. I want you to be those type of people that believe that God is real, that believe that God is good, that believe that God is gracious, that that he's not a dead God, he's an alive God. He's, he's, He's a kind God. He's a loving God. He's not an out to get you God. But does anybody believe in this God? The Bible says, the eyes of the Lord search to and fro throughout the earth looking for those whose hearts will be committed to him. God is looking to find faith on this earth. See, in the Bible, it talks about a man named David. And and God says this about David. He says that he was a man after his own heart. Do you hear what God said? He said, I found a faith guy. I found a faith guy. Years later, it would go on after God said this about David, that David would go on to commit adultery. He would murder and do more things than that. And do you think God years later was disappointed in trusting himself with giving David this title? I have found a man after my own heart. I don't think that's God at all. I don't think God is ever concerned with your perfection. He's always after your process. See, God don't see you as you are. He sees you as you could be. That's his faith in you. Faith, it's not, faith has everything to do not with you, but everything to do with God. All of my confidence is not in me, it's in God. My, my trust is not in myself, but it's in Christ alone. Don't make your faith about yourself when faith is meant to be about him. Let's look at this, Psalm 14, verse 2. And, and I love this, this is really interesting. This is in the message translation. It goes like this. Uh, watch how God's looking for some faith, people. It says, God sticks his head out of heaven. He looks around. He's looking for someone not stupid. One man, even, God expectant, just one God ready woman. This is saying God's looking for someone after his own heart. God's looking for someone who is God expectant, someone who's God ready. I love that term, God expectant. 
That's faith right there. Some people, some people, uh, <clears throat> for some people, faith people on this earth to say, I believe in you. I have trust in you. I have confidence in you. Is there anybody today that has a little bit of faith? I, that's what God is looking for. He's looking for some faith people. And I got a few real quick points that I want you to know. I want you to write down today. Um, let me tell you a couple things about some faith people. Faith people, write this down. Faith people are trusting. Faith people are trusting. At the core of faith is the word trust. You cannot have a relationship unless there's trust. That's the foundation of any kind of relationship. You cannot have a relationship with God unless you trust God. Do you trust the Lord? Do you trust him? Do you really believe that he's going to take you through whatever situation that you're dealing with? Do you trust him today? Do you trust in yourself or do you trust in God's plan? You've got to trust God with all of your heart. You've got to look at God and say, God, this may not make sense right now. God, I may not understand this right now. God, my life is a wreck right now. I don't get it, but I'm not going to trust in myself. I'm going to trust in you, God. See, I, I played sports growing up. I may not look like it, but I did. Um, but one thing our, our football coach would do to build team unity, he would do this thing called a trust fall. You guys, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but you stand up on this tall platform, probably as tall as I am, which tall enough. Um, you stand up on this tall flat platform and your team would stand behind you crossing their arms and then you would have to trust your team. You cross your arms and just fall straight backwards. Anybody think they could do that? Yeah, not many hands went up. <laughs> but... Um, so you're standing on this ledge and you're supposed to fall backwards and you're supposed to trust your team to catch you. I, I know these guys. These guys are clowns. Like, I'm not gonna, I, I don't know if I can trust these guys. Like, but at some point, you have to trust God with all that you have, with everything that you have. God, I, I'll give you my family, but I'm not gonna trust you with my finances. You know what I'm saying? You have to give God everything. We have to trust him with everything, all that we have. I don't know about you, but I believe that God's trustworthy. The second thing is this. Faith people are agreeing. They agree with God. You cannot find faith people who disagree with God's thoughts and God's ways. Have you ever been with a couple of people and um, they get into an argument and it gets mad awkward it's weird and like strange and like you're like oh my goodness like I, I can't believe they're talking to each other like this like I'm right here hello like like <laughs> like you're trying to you're trying to hide in your phone and you're like you're checking twitter you're you're instagramming like you're snapchatting you're on you've even gone through facebook you scrolled as far as you can scroll like I'm pretending I'm texting like I wish I could get out of this car you know it's Mad awkward. Like, disagreement is awful. It's awful. Agreeing is saying that God's thoughts and God's lifestyle, I agree with that. I agree with what God says. He, the, I agree with that. He says the way, 
I agree with what he says about the way that life should be lived. I agree with what he says about the way things should go. I agree with him. I agree in the Ten Commandments. I agree with the Bible. I I agree, and I want to line up my thinking and my lifestyle with God. I agree with him, and I want to do what he's calling me to do. And if this is what God says, and this is what God wants to do, then I'm not going to disagree with it. We've got a lot of people who say, I, I tr- I'll trust God, but I, I, they don't agree with God by the way they live and by the way they think. Watch this, Romans 1.16, and this is Paul talking about how he isn't embarrassed of God or the gospel or going to church, and he says these famous words, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes First for the Jew and also for the Greek. And check out this next verse, verse 17. For, for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As, as, it, is written, as it is written, the righteous shall live by what? Faith. I don't know about you, but I want my whole life. I want my, every bit of it, my life, my whole life, everything. I want it to line up with with the way God wants me to live. If God says this is the way morals should be done, I want to be morally right. If God says this is the way relationships should be done, I want those kind of relationships. I want all my lifestyle, I want all of my thinking and everything about me to agree with the word of God. Is anybody else? Faith people don't just trust God, but they agree with God. They agree with God. The third thing is this, faith people are listeners. They're not just a bunch of talkers. We have enough of those. Faith people are listeners. The best way to grow in your faith is by listening, by listening to God, by hearing, by hearing his word, listening to God's words, listening to God's thoughts. Be careful about what you put in your ears. Be careful about what you hear, about what you listen to. I don't, I don't want to hear gossip and negativity. I want to hear positive things. I want to hear what God says. I want to hear God's thoughts. I want to hear promises and potential and plans and future. My son, my son Jet, he's three years old, and he's awesome, but he needs Jesus. Please, please pray for him. Please pray with us for him that he would get saved. Um, he's three. So, and he's been yelling a lot lately, and we don't do that. So, um, my, my son, he has this amazing ability to pick up songs, to pick up songs that he hears on the radio or whatever it is. And I started thinking, you know what? I, I, don't, I don't want my son to want to know just a bunch of radio hits. I want him to know Jesus. I want him to know worship songs. I want him to know songs that are uplifting. And I, and I want him to know what God thinks about him. So I started singing. And this was, this was kind of during the school year. Um, and, and I'm not the greatest singer. But I would be taking him to, to um, his babysitter. And I started singing with him, Jesus Loved Me, every morning on the way. And we're only like a mile away, so I'd have to sing it quick. Jesus Loved Me, this I know. So, but... Um, <laughs> But I started singing to him every morning on the way to the babysitter. So I would just, 
I, I pulled up and I, and I would drop him off. And, and one day when I went to drop him off, I was getting him out of the car. This is what he said. I want you to catch this. Oh, it's really fast. Maybe I have to play it again. I'll turn that up. Let's hear it again. One more time. Turn it, crank it loud. Oh, man. That does great things to my heart. And he got out of the car and he's like, Gee, if you couldn't understand it, I'll interpret it or the words are on the screen. Jesus loves me. Oh, man. I want that to be a part. I want that to be on my lips. I want that to be on my kids' lips, my family's lips. I want that to be on your lips. I want that to be words that we believe and that we speak and that we use often. Uh, these ears are sensitive. And, and I don't want the world's message in his ears. I want God's thoughts and what God thinks about him in his ears. And I want to encourage you to treat your ears the same. <clears throat> You've got to say, I'm not going to let this person speak negativity over me. I'm not going to let what they say affect me. I'm not going to allow, what I'm going to do is I'm going to allow what God says about me and God's thoughts about me, and I'm going to listen to God's word, and I'm going to let that change my life. Check this out in Romans and and if how, how if you do this, faith comes to you. It says, faith comes through hearing and hearing the word of Christ. How, how does faith come, by my, come to my world? Through hearing. Faith comes by listening to what the Bible says. It would be tragic if you were a Christian and a believer and if you never picked up your Bible, if you never read your Bible, if you never knew, understood God's words. It's full of God's thoughts about you. God's promises for you, what God wants for you, you would be astounded. You would be excited, and you would have more faith if you would listen to God's words. Parents, be careful with the words that come out of your mouth. I, I can tell this story because I've forgiven him, and I love him, and he's my best friend now, but my dad... Um, you know, when you're a teenager, you think your parents are the dumbest people in the world, and then you grow up, and they're some of your best friends. That's me. My dad's one of my best friends, and um, my dad one day, I was, I don't even remember what I was doing, but I remember it crushed me, and and he, I, I think I was mowing the yard, and I ran, was running over rocks. Yeah, who, what dad wouldn't be mad about that? So I was <laughs> running over rocks, and he comes out of the house. He's like, what are you doing? Are you stupid? crushed me. And, 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 and I know, like, I'm a dad, so, like, you get really mad sometimes. Like, your kids can make you so angry, you want to sin. And, um, like, it crushed me. And destroying parents, be careful the words you speak to your kids. Let the words that come out of your mouth, mouth be love and be encouraging and be helpful. Later on, I can tell you this, later on, my dad came back. And he apologized, and, and he spoke life and encouragement into me. But be careful with the words that come out of your mouth. My favorite verse, because of my dad, is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ because he gives me the strength. 
put good things into your ears. Begin to listen. We have a church podcast. Listen to it. Find some great preachers, some people who can, who can lift you up, who can encourage you. Uh, find some great worship music. Someone a while back gave me the Bible on CD. And sometimes when I'm driving, <clears throat> driving around, I'll just listen to the Bible and, and uh, put good things in your ears. So when the, enemy <clears throat> when the enemy, when he tries to speak a lie, when some human tries to speak rejection, you laugh because you've already been listening to God. You know that's not real. You know that's not true. You already know what God says. You already believe what God says. People say you're ugly. Nope. God says you're beautifully and wonderfully made. People, people say you're worthless. No. God says that you are worth so much that he sent his son <clears throat> to die for you. You think you're never going to be somebody? Nope. God says, I have a plan and a purpose for you. You, When those people tell you bad things about you, when you're feeling down, when your life is just, it's rough and it's terrible, you can just look up and smile and you can say, nope, I know what God says because I believe this and I've got faith. See, when you're full of God's word, you can stand against those lies, those accusations. You You know what God says about you because you've been hearing his word. See, faith people are trusting. They agree. They're listeners. And the fourth thing is this. Faith people are responders. They're responders. They respond to God. Have have you ever texted someone and they don't respond back? Yeah. Why is it that there are certain people, if they don't text you back, it's totally fine. But then there's other people in your life, if they don't text you back within 30 seconds, you are going to kill them. Oh, you're going to ignore me, or you think you're so cool now. Who do you think you are? You're, you're not going to text me back. Oh, like you start blowing up their phone. Are you going to answer me? Hello? Like it's, <laughs> it, am I the only person that does that? Okay, I might be. Okay. But faith people are responders. They respond. Faith people don't just hear from God, but they respond to God. They say, well, if that's what God wants for me, then that's what I'm going to do. They're people of action. God's looking for people who will say, I'm going to prove it with my actions. I'm going to show it with my actions. I'll forgive that person. I'll help that person. I'll serve in that area. I'll tell that person about Jesus. I'll serve. I'll be involved. I'll love when it's tough to love. What are the things that you're in your life that you need to respond to? What are those things? Don't be, don't, be satisfying, no, don't be satisfied knowing what you should do. Step out and do what you're called to do. Can we have our band come back up? The last thing is this. Faith people are speaking. Faith people are speaking. In other words, they don't get really quiet when it's time to be loud. They, they speak in faith. Some of you guys, you need to start speaking your future into existence. You need to stand in faith. If God's calling you to do it, then it can happen. He will, ha- he will make it happen. God's got a plan for every one of us. Speak it in the name of Jesus. See, I believe one day that we're going to be so packed in this room we're going to have to have multiple services going on. I believe soon that people will be accepting Jesus every week in this room, in this church, on a weekly basis right here. I believe we're going to raise up a bunch of world changers in this church. 
because we need it. I believe that we will see miraculous healings take place right here in this room. And, and I want to encourage you to see those things, to speak those things to, into existence. Speak it as though that they're going to happen. That's faith. That's faith. What are the words that have been coming out of your mouth? What are the things that you've been saying? Have you been speaking negativity? Have you been critical? Have you been speaking hatred? Have you been speaking lies, maybe about other people or even about yourself? What are the words that have been coming out of your mouth? You need to speak life. I know that God's got a plan. I know that this, what's happening right now, this isn't for me. I know that I'm worth something. I know that I'm valuable. I know that my future is bright. I know that God's called me. I know that I'm anointed. I don't see it yet, but I'm speaking those things as though they were. That's what faith people do. You have to open up your mouth and you have to speak the word of God. I know that I'm healed. I know that I'm forgiven. I know that I'm anointed. I know that I'm called. I know that I'm greater. I know that I'm stronger. I know that God's got a plan for me. The stuff that I'm going through now, it's not what God has for me. He's got a plan, a purpose, a calling for me. That's faith. You have to speak it. Do we have any faith people here today? The, the kind of faith people where God looks at you and he says, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's my kind of people right there. People that aren't going to hold back. People that are going to believe. I'm not going to just accept things the way that they are. I'm stepping forward with faith and with expectation. Let's today commit to be people of faith. Not just in our words, but in our actions as well. Let's be people who, who speak life, who speak love, who speak encouragement. And, and I want to tell you today, this, this isn't some hippie faith message. I, I want it to be a belief and a heart message, a belief in God, a faith in God, a faith that he is going to do what he said he will do. You know that God's got promises for you? You know that he's got plans for you? He's got a purpose for you? He's got a plan? Every single one of us on, in this place, he's called you to great things. He's called you to do great things. Let's have faith. Let's follow his words. Let's follow his plan. Let's believe in what he has in store for us. I believe that God's my provider. I believe that God's my savior. I believe that he's my forgiver. I believe that he's my healer. I don't rely on anyone else in anything else. I, I love my mom. She used to say uh, when she would get a headache or not feel well, she would take some Tylenol and someone would say, well, don't you have faith? My mom's response, ah, oh, this Tylenol is just to stun the devil until the healing takes place. But let's believe, let's be people of faith. Be people of action. Um, could we have uh, some of our leaders um, step forward just to the front just for a moment um, and maybe some of our youth leaders as well 
I believe today there's some people who, who need to build their faith. I believe today there's some people who need to grow in their faith. Um, I believe today there's some people who need to be prayed for, some people who need to be encouraged, some people who need faith and life spoken into their life. If that's you today, and you know that that's you, you need God to do something great in your life, you need something miraculous done in your life, I believe we, have, we serve a God who can do that. Do you? Before we get there, though, maybe some of you are here today and, and you need to respond just simply by saying, I don't completely understand all of this Jesus stuff, um, but I do know that I need to accept him into my life. If that's you, um, here in a moment when, I, when we, we give, have a chance to respond, would you just respond in a way, just standing up and come to our, one of our leaders here at the front and would you just simply say, I need to accept Jesus today? If that's you, I, I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you. I, I, I want you to respond today. No one's going to point fingers. No one's going to laugh. If anything, we are going to celebrate with you today what God's doing in your life. But other than that, today, there are some people in this room that you need some big faith today. Maybe there are some circumstances going on in your home that you don't, it's not looking good. Maybe it's financial things happening in your life. And man, you're barely keeping your head above water, if not drowning. You you need God to move in your marriage. Maybe you need God to move uh, with, with your kids, whatever it is. You need faith today to believe that God will do what he says he'll do to believe that he will follow through on his promises, to believe that he will bless and he will lift up and he will encourage and he will be there for you. Man, he did everything for you. Now you need to believe in him and what he can do. You need to have faith today. If that's you today, as the band begins to sing, as the band begins to play, I wanna invite everyone to stand. You just need prayer. No matter what it is, don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Take that step of faith out today and come to one of our leaders. And we want to lift you up. We want to pray with you today, that prayer of faith, that God's going to move in your life. I'm going to pray real quick for just a moment. And as I say, amen, if that's you today, you need need God to do something in your life. I want you to step out and come to one of our leaders. Jesus, we love you today. We thank you, God, that there are people of faith in this room. God, I thank you for that we can grow in faith. I thank you, God, for that we can put our faith and our hope and our trust in you today, God. Don't let us be people who are ashamed and people who are afraid, but God, let us be people who have big faith today, who are going to step out and say, I need God to do something in my life. I'm going to have faith in God today, and I believe he's going to meet you right here, and he's going to meet your needs. Jesus, we love you. We expect you to move today. We are excited for you to move today. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. If that's you, come right now. If that's you, move right now. Don't wait. Don't wait. Respond in faith.